How's it going? So, this uh, episode, this is actually going to be a two-part. This is going to be uh, a cheer cast, a cheer podcast. It's going to be uh, over a few of my cheer kids and uh, just kind of the stuff that they go through as cheerleaders and as student athletes and students at Texas State University where I coach, uh, one of the cheer coaches there. Um, first up, I believe we're going to have... Uh, uh, Bree uh, Shaw and uh, actually her boyfriend who's actually on the football team he's going to talk a little bit about just being on the team and you know he had an injury and all that good stuff so we're going to kind of talk about that uh, kind of their, her, her and his diet um, they're kind of uh, a little bit of their journey in fitness but overall just like their, their life as student athletes and then uh, part two is going to be three of my uh, honestly they're hilarious uh, it's going to be uh, Brianna King, Alexis Marshall and uh, Rick Harris so I'm not gonna lie to you, you're gonna crack up. Um, all of them have to, uh, just, you'll see, you'll see. So anyways, um, I think you're gonna absolutely enjoy it. It's I had a blast uh, doing it, so I think you guys will have a blast listening to it. Uh, this is The Corner of the Circle. We're just gonna ask you a bunch of just different questions. Kind of explained to you that earlier. Uh, for uh, the people that don't know anything about you, give give people a quick run rundown of who you are. I'm 20 years old. I'm a sophomore at Texas State. I'm a marketing major, and I'm a cheerleader. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, man. So, yeah. So it'll be it'll be awesome for those of you that are actually going to be listening to this actual podcast or or the uh um the soundcloud or whatever like you it's gonna suck for you because you don't get to actually see her for those of you guys that are going to be checking it on the youtube channel you're like oh snap that's that girl that i always dm about yeah so yeah man so uh breeze that girl that the girls want to be like and the guys want to be with so it's she's like perfect and then then you you see her, then you see her boyfriend. He's perfect too. So like they're like that perfect couple that you get mad at. You know what I mean? And um, as far as uh your life, love, where are you from? From Houston. You're from the H. Hmm? All right. Um, that's awesome. The best I, ever. Oh my god, it's it's okay. It's not the best ever, but it's okay. So I'm I'm assuming that you're going for the Rockets and the playoffs and all that stuff. Duh. I'm over you already. I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> I really don't keep up with the <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Um, so um so how long have you been cheering and doing all that cheer stuff? Thirteen years. Thirteen years. Hmm. And you you started like to from a tyke and just all the way through. Yep. I yeah, was but... the youngest of four girls, and so by the time I got to the sports age, my parents just threw me in cheer. That's what's up. That's awesome. So we're actually, we're going to talk about that right now, actually. So as far as like your upbringing and everything, like tell me, tell me a little bit about like, you know, growing up, you know, coming up, you know, the family and all that good stuff. You have, you know, you can talk, just say whatever. Go for it. Go. I was the baby. Everyone always thinks the baby's spoiled, but I wasn't. I, you know, you get all the hand-me-downs and you have the sisters that give you the life lessons and I love being the baby. We were all cheerleaders, though. We were all little models of each other, and it was awesome. It was oh, I'm glad you said model. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna talk. I'm literally I can do I can do what I want to do. I'm interrupting <laughs> right now. So you just got back from Dallas, huh? Doing some modeling yeah. stuff, right? That was the best thing ever. Yeah, I man. I did the Arkansas uniform, Florida uniform, SMU's uniform. So you did all the you do all the college ones. Yeah. That's what's up. That's yep. great. I, yeah, like, yeah, Josh's like, yeah, uh, you'll never guess. I was like, what's happening? She goes, yeah, uh, reason on the way to Dallas. I'm like, for what? She goes, to do that varsity modeling thing. I'm like, oh, word. <laughs> Figure. It was only a matter of time. Figure every time. Like, yeah, dude, like, it's it's funny. 
When you guys I, see her, you're like, oh, okay, I see why. I understand why. Freaking, she's all like long and tall and super pretty and blonde. And it's, you know, like, I, I want to throw stuff at her when I see her sometimes. Like, ah, stop being perfect. It's funny. They were really surprised by how tall I was. That they thought you were going to be a lot shorter? They thought I was going to be a lot shorter. And the funny thing is, like, I mean, in, in traditionally with our cheer girls, especially Kilwade, we have at least. Mm-hmm. We have at least one or two tall girls every yep. year. Like that's kind of like a tradition. It's been that way as as long as I've been there. Like I, I just like the way like tall girls look in the air. You know what I mean? And I mean a lot of places. Um, people that aren't familiar with cheer, most of the time with coed, your taller girls don't necessarily get that coed nod. Usually the taller girls they may end up on like the all girl squad. Um, but for coed, for the most part, the trend has been kind of leaning towards the shorter girl, um, yep. you know, the, the the shorter baby doll, you know, girl that, you know, is like barely over five foot. Most of the time they're, you know, like low, like pretty much like five one and below. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And you're definitely, definitely not five one. No. Five, or below. Six. You are five six. And yep. I think she is every bit of five six. Like she coughs one time, she might end up being five seven. So yep. yeah, she's a tall one. She's a long one. But, um, when she pulls a stretch, it looks freaking yeah. awesome. She pulls that lib, it literally looks like the Statue of Liberty. Um, yeah. So the only part that, you know, that people, I think, they forget as far as cheer goes is when you're a taller, when you're a taller top girl, you know, you tend to, you know, not necessarily run into problems, but I've noticed that, you know, you guys end up kind of running into problems with, like, just finding guys not necessarily strong yeah. enough to put you up because, like, you're, you know, you're 100 pounds and change. But, mm-hmm. like... Finding guys that are, you know, that that are long enough to finish the toss to, to get mm-hmm. you up there. Um, what's that like? I, I always wonder what that's like. I mean, I, I see it all the time, and I just never, you know, I never asked. Well, it's actually, we, I kind of ran into that problem in Dallas. So there was a guy from Bama and a guy from Ole Miss with me. And I started with the guy from Ole Miss. And it took us a couple of tosses to get our timing right. Right. By the time we got it, though, it was good. I just had to tell him to really wait on that flick with me. And I really had to just talk to him before we got it right. Yeah, man. His, his flyer was a good 5-1. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so it's – and the thing that people don't understand in terms of, like, just, you know, not necessarily just the laws of physics, but it's just the law of patience. When you mm-hmm. when you have such a long person, and with you, the way you're built, like, you you have pretty long legs. You have a pretty – like, a mid-range torso. You know, you mm-hmm. have fairly long arms and everything. So that all – you know, lends itself to as far as co-ed stunning goes, having to really, really wait because you're really, you're really powerful and quick in terms of coming off the ground. But even though you're that quick coming off the ground, if a guy's gonna toss, they really have to wait, 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 wait. And then once they finally, the thing is, if they just once they figure out the timing, they figure out the toss, like oh crap, you fly every single time. So mm-hmm. that's that's awesome thing. It gets uh, it's just funny because like your waist is like freaking dang near a zero, but then. Your your body's like long, like so, like you're built like a freaking you know a basketball point guard, you know what I'm saying? But then your waist is like as big yeah. as my arms, so there's that thing. So, um, that, that's the one thing that 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 not necessarily a problem that we run into, but a problem that that it seems to 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 kind of have to be a, a you know addressed every single time with every guy that ends up coming in. Like, hey, by the way, she's light as a feather, but you're gonna have to wait because she's probably as long as you know she's long as the state of Texas, so you gotta wait a little bit. So it is what it is. Um, so that that's that's dope. So let's go back to the family thing. So you said you guys are all little models of each other and everything, and yeah. then I interrupt you. So all right, get back on your story, go. So we were all cheerleaders. One of my sisters actually cheered for the Texans, and then there was one sister who's the different one. You know, she did theater and had the curly brown hair. And so you guys aren't all carbon copy blondes. Je- nope, just Brookie's the only different one. She's the only different one. Yep. Anytime like, oh. we go get our meals and they say, oh, you'll be adopted one. She's like, uh, no. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, like, are, is, is, are all the girls tall in the family, too? There's two of us that are tall and two are short. That's crazy. So, um, do you take after your mom or dad? Dad. Okay. For sure. That's funny. That's funny. So, like, growing yeah. up, were you, like, a... Like, like the like big time daddy's girl, or did you like kick with moms really hard, or mom more because mom liked to cheer. Dad would have preferred us to do sports. Oh, so, <laughs> so is it? It's all girls in the family. Uh huh. 
Oh, that poor man. Yep. That poor man. So I got to know this because I was one of this because I have, I have a couple yeah. buddies, man, that, that grew up that way because they were the only boy and or a couple of my homegirls that grew up with all girls. Yeah. Um, did like did he have like his like man cave to get away from everyone or he was just stuck nope. with y'all? He was stuck with us. Oh, my gosh. When I was little, though, I was kind of tomboy. Like in elementary school, since our mom was the PE teacher, uh -huh. I, like I really took that role of like the PE teacher's daughter and like ran the fastest miles, like <laughs> super competitive. So in elementary school, I was kind of his girl, did the sports talks with him and all that. But then once middle school came around and we started out for school cheer, it's when it all changed. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! And the thing is, you're still super competitive. Like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're 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 hella competitive. Like that's for sure. That's awesome, man. All right, so um I so I have a million jillion questions, man. Um, so you're marketing, you're marketing major. Yep. Dude, that's that's what's up. I have a degree in marketing. That's what Very. I'm talking about. Um, so like oh so you're like you're you're so you're a sophomore, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just now starting into your, your actual my actual classes, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. I know. It's all good. You haven't had... You have to take counting, right? Yep. So mm -hmm. what? I just got my internship lined up. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, One of my... She's my uncle's fiance. Has a private marketing firm in Houston. That's fire. Um, that is fire. Congratulations. Thank you. The first two months of summer, I'm going to go work with her at home. Oh, that's going to be dope. So then you can, like, kick yeah. it at home and... and you know, get the home cooked meals yeah. and have mom do all the crap for you, and yeah. then like go and be all professional. I was gonna do one in Dallas with the Dallas. I actually should be getting an interview with them soon, but I just I don't know if I want to buy an apartment to be in Dallas just for three months. That's true. So, you know, always, girl, you can always Airbnb. That's true. She's in Oh my junior summer though. Uh, you know, you have time. You're young, yo. You have time. Um, so like you, um, all right. So for those of you guys that don't, uh, that don't really know, in terms of you know, just kind of the the cheer responsibilities of a college cheerleader, um, mm -hmm. we ask them to do a lot of stuff, man. And mm -hmm. so from, man, I'm trying to think of just. I don't even really know when the season starts. The season actually really starts as soon as trials is over with. Like mm -hmm. you literally like you don't necessarily have an off time. I mean, if ever there were an off period, I would say between um, what tries to usually like late April, early May. And then you have a, a little point. I think maybe you have like a two week period where you like, can kind of enjoy. Oh, I made the squad. And then you have to like start making sure that you have our requirements. And or if you don't have the requirements, make sure you maintain those requirements. So when it comes time for that, that first, you know, get together of the team, the official get together of the team, like everybody's on point. Um, so you've kind of emerged, not kind of, but you really have emerged as one of the leaders in the last, you know, I want to say year and a half, man. Like, you know, from actually kind of from the time you got there, you know, the, the, the torches kind of, kind of passed and, you know, yeah. and, and it wasn't even one of those things where like, all right, guess what? You're a leader. You, you've kind of just kind of stepped into that role and, and kind of done your thing. Like what's been the difference, I guess, from being like the fresh fish to kind of being one of the vets that people kind of look to, like, what's, what's that been like? It's a lot of personal responsibility. Like, I know that even if I don't want to do something, I need to so that other people will want to do it, too. Right. Or kind of take that responsibility. I like it. So. Yeah. You, you start to, yeah. It's, 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 it's kind of cool, man, because it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, as, as coaches, we kind of, you know, obviously we, we get to talk around the water cooler about you guys mm -hmm. and, you know, who's doing well and who's not doing so well and who's stepping up and everything. And it's, it's one of those things where it was never one of those things like, you know, who's really stepping up, Bree, she's really stepping up because it's one of those things where it just kind of gradually happened. And it really wasn't one of those things where like, Oh, I'm going to make this power move and just try to be the go-to girl. It was kind of one of those things where all right, you know what you're, we, we need you for stuff. You're there. If yeah. we need stuff to get done, you get it done. Not, not even necessarily having to be asked or anything, but just, it was one of those things where like, all right, she's getting it done. So having, you know, kind of having you on the team has, you know, it hasn't even really been one of those things where like, you know, how do I say this? Like, you always know every year that you have a person on the team, but then there's some that you feel like, dude, they just have always been there. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it, and you feel like you've like kind of just always kind of been around, even though you haven't really been around a long time. I was the same way with Nolan. I was like, dude, we haven't, we've had no like three, four years. Like, no, we haven't. Like, what? We haven't? You know, I'm like, I feel like there's like, there's about four or five of you guys that I feel like you guys have always been around, even though you haven't necessarily been around a lot. Like, I mean, you guys have been through a lot in the last, you know, two, two and a half years. So it's, it's just kind of cool seeing y'all's evolution. Um, so for those of those, for those of you people, obviously, like, you know, most people that listen to this, they're more like fitness related or whatever. Um, they don't necessarily know that you guys actually have to do stuff. You actually have to do physical activity. You have to actually have to work out. Tell me about some of those. Or I should say, tell them about some of those those early morning workouts and stuff that you guys have to do. So last year we did the 6 a, and Jocelyn really worked a lot of core and arms. Mm-hmm. Jumping that was my favorite part is when you learn how to like explode off the bottom which really goes into cheer because there are a lot of things that we can do outside the gym that'll help with like anything in the practice right looking everything so um as far as those 6 a.m.s and everything like (laughs) I know you guys (laughs) dreaded those man and I know like they're they're super happy because I remember she she uh she's are you gonna make those 6 a.m.s like no I have clients but I'll give you all of the workouts that you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I would just send her just, just different workouts. And she goes, oh, this is going to kill him. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole idea. This is supposed to kill yep. him, you know. Um, some of you guys made it through. Some of you guys didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, in the past, we've had early morning workouts. And sometimes mm-hmm. we get some stuff done. Sometimes we don't. Um, most of the time, people hate them. I mean, I, I, I hated them. I hated every single time my coaches made me do it. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, from... You know, football, the track, I hated every single time I had to do an early morning workout because it never felt like my body was ready to roll. Um, but um, you you tend to be, um, you know, as far as as far as if people if, if people saw you on the street, they would swear that you were like completely like a fitness chick. Yeah. They, they, they would swear you're a fit okay. chick. And then then they find out like, oh, crap, she's on the sidelines. Uh-huh. Like, oh, Oh my god, there goes a cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny because like I've had a couple people that have come to me and asked me like, hey, so like, what does she do? Is she one of your clients? I'm like, no, she's actually yeah. not. I'm gonna start claiming you as one of mine. Like, yeah, you know, she's one of my girls. She's, I'll give you the rights. I'm like, yeah, this is an after pick. You should see how she looked before. Like, I'm gonna make yeah. up some. I'm make up some lie. I don't know. It, it is what it is. But um, kind of tell people about about your diet because we make fun of you a lot about. Your, your diet or, or lack thereof or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, people were giving me a hard time about it yesterday. Everyone always thinks I'm one of those people that can just eat whatever I want and look skinny, but I can't. Me and Mason are actually really hard on ourselves about it. I eat, for breakfast, usually oatmeal or eggs, and then lunch, I do a lot of greens and fruits, and then dinner comes around, and I'm usually the basic chicken, rice, and vegetables. Awesome. Like you, mm-hmm. and you actually, you actually do eat meat. Yes, all the time. That's yeah. Wait, which one? Are, wait, which one is a which one? Oh, it's Nyla that doesn't eat meat. Yeah, Nyla's vegetarian. I'm like, that's whack, dude. That's mm-hmm. for suckers, dude. I hate that. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes me super, super, super angry. Um, so you do eat meat. Do you know how many calories that you intake for the most part, or you just kind of you just kind of eat? You don't necessarily track to in terms of. I, com- Track more of like protein versus carbs versus sugar. Mm-hmm. You try to keep it like fairly low carb. Like mm-hmm. you try to like cycle your carbs kind of around like your yeah. workouts and stuff like that. And look at you, look at you being and on after point. After I work out, I like to do dried fruit. Gives you a little energy boost after. That's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Look at you guys. Wow. Look at her knowing about her diet. That's good. No, I am. Um, yeah, I, I tend to do the same thing, but I don't look like you at all. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta keep that fat up, man. Freaking, this weight is unforgiving. That's what's up. Um, so tell me, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Mason a little bit. Tell me about, quit looking over at him. Um, <laughs> tell me about Mason. Tell me about how you guys met. And actually, tell, tell, where, where let's pull, pull, get Mason. Get him. Where's hey. he at? I know he's right over there. <laughs> Working what's, on a little activity over here. What's up, man? All right, so uh, for those of you guys that, that don't know, Mason Mason's one of our star football players at Texas State University. He has uh, actually, um, in, in terms of routes, he some, runs probably the best routes of any of the guys that I've seen out there. You got some good feet, dude. I never told you to your face, but I'm telling you now. 
That's why I'm a fan. He's run some, sure. some really good routes. Crisp. <sighs> That's very rare. Anyways, so Mason, tell tell people about yourself. Uh, I'm from Longview, Texas, East Texas, if anybody knows where that is. Uh, it's about two and a half hours east of Dallas. Yes, sir. Uh, went to a, a high school that wasn't very good at sports, and so it wasn't the easiest place to get recruited out of. Uh, from there, I went to a junior college that was kind of a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. Been a year there, and then got a Texas State offer at a camp of the summer, and I've been here ever since. Anyway, what's your position? They need to know. Uh, I play receiver. Play receiver. Play receiver. And so, Mason, you got a, You're you're kind of a big body guy. So you can you you can. I've I've seen I've seen you slot it up. I've seen you split out. Um, they. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I've even seen them have you at some tight end every now and again. Uh, I'll play a little bit of slot and kind of move inside. Yeah. Not, not, it'll it kind of like is a wing position on offense. Yeah. I, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Like I've seen them make some uh, some little uh, some hard matchups for that free safety, trying to figure out what they're gonna do. I'm like, okay. Anytime they bring him in, this y'all. Okay, so the, the the number of you guys that actually watch football, like you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't, you probably should start googling or, or <laughs> educate yourself on it. Um, there's been times that like you know they'll they'll I, I think there's a couple times that they had you kind of split out. They would motion you in. And I would literally watch that free safety like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Because like, no joke, there's been a, there's been a couple of games where you were just getting off, and they just didn't have a they didn't have an answer for you know for for what you were doing. I mean, because if they, I think once they tried to they put a they had a corner over you one time, you motioned in, and so they they bumped it over to the free safety, and the free safety was like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? And like, you ended up running like. I, I don't know if it was a stop. It was some round, dude. And he ended up just kind of just peeling to the ground. I'm like, oh, this is a wrap. That was a low key. That was like when I was like, oh shit, this dude is fire. That was when I first noticed. And I and at the time I didn't know this this little freaking little bugger was talking to you at, at all. So I was like, that dude is fire. And I just kept saying like, dude, they need to keep throwing it to him. Keep throwing, keep keep beating that dude. And Ricky's like, that's Breeze, dude. I'm like, what? All right, cool. All right, cool. Now, normally, I'll be honest. Like anybody that knows me and how I am about my, you know, my my cheer girls and, and their boys, I'm like, man, he's a football player, man. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. About that. Now, mind you, I say this because I was a football player, so I know. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, Shh, nah, I don't know, man. I do. And, and then if they're like, if they're a, if they're a baller, nah, man. If he rode the bench, that'd be different. Like, oh, he's probably a good guy. He rides the bench. Bench warmers usually they're probably halfway decent dudes. Those dudes that get that PT and are good, I don't know. This is damn from my personal experience. Listen, I'm just learning from my own mistakes, okay? I just want you to learn from my mistakes. Right? But yeah, I um but yeah, so that was that was pretty that was pretty crazy, man. Like, you know, uh seeing that and then finding that out, man, and then and no sooner than I find that out, I think it was like two plays later you scored. I'm like, Jesus, this dude is fire. And I, I was losing my mind. I think that's when I think that's when you saw me lose my mind. Like, dude, that dude is so legit. That dude's your dude is legit. So I just like I don't know. So that was I don't know. I don't forget what game that was, man. But you were making hella problems for a lot of people that game. So I was like, all right, Coach Withers, I see what you're doing. He's your, he's your guy. Of course, for me, you know, I don't think they could have thrown you the ball enough. But I mean, I'm sure you agree. But that's just how I am about everything. Uh, so how did you guys meet? So yeah, um, the Arkansas game last year. Whenever we got in the bus wreck is the first time that we had met. He had seen, I was, I went to the bathroom in the stadium. I was coming out to get on the bus. And one of the guys on the team messaged me on Twitter and said that I went to high school with. And he was like, hey, a couple guys on the bus, like, I see you and want to, like, get to know you. I was like, oh, God. So I just, like, didn't reply. And then when the bus wrecked on the way to the game, we got off the bus and a couple of his friends came up and talked to me, and then I saw him in the locker room after that game because we couldn't cheer that game. We ended up just laying outside of the locker room. Yeah. And so I saw him after that. And then when we got back to San Marcos, my mom came to stay with me because I had a concussion. I still had classes. And he left flowers on the doorstep. Said, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving, and I hope you get better. Say word. That yeah. is nice. <laughs> that is real nice. I don't even think I would have done something like that. Dang, that was nice. Yo, whoever's listening, take note. That's fly. That's super fly. And then it just kind of just blossomed and from there. And I met my sister and I said, thanks for the flowers. And it 
kind of blossomed from there. I see what you did. The flowers and the blossom. Nice, nice, nice. Well done, man. So, so what's? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to get back to you, baby girl. We're talking to Mason right now. So what? So what's on your? What's on your plate right now? So what's? What's? Uh, what's the plan now? Dude, lots of rehabbing, man. Lots of rehab and trying to train and work around it and do everything I can to get back and get healthy. He had that injury. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I wasn't even going to mention it, dude. I was going to just keep on rolling. But yeah, let's let's talk about that because we're going to talk about both ends of that. So you know, give me the just guy, give me the quick rundown of what you know what that that whole what that whole deal was. You know what what was like. What's about? Man, it was it's been rough. I ended up with a broken fibula, dislocated ankle, and it was something that I thought was going to be probably three months tops. So yeah. I'd be back back for spring ball and be good and rolling again. But uh, ended up having three surgeries instead of one, just like different complications and whatnot. And so uh, I'm still – we started spring ball. We, we just got done with week one. Right. Uh, got a new defensive coordinator, so we pushed spring ball back, so I thought I might have a chance. Yeah. But it's still not 100% yet, and so – uh, just trying to ease my way back in everything. I mean, it's definitely frustrating at times and whatnot, but, you know, I'm just doing everything I can to work and get back and, you know, work around it. Yeah, that's crazy because, I mean, I, God, man, I, I, you know what? I was I was blessed in, you know, in both universities I played in. I, I never – I got I had like a shoulder, you know, a, a separated shoulder one time, you know, but it, it was during spring ball, so it didn't necessarily keep me out. But, I mean, a lot of people – a lot of people, especially you know those that you know that are really trying to get on, really trying to get into that starting rotation or that that top two part of the depth chart, man, they really rely on spring ball to kind of propel themselves, you know, into that 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 rotation. Whereas you, you know, you actually got hurt, you know, what I'm saying being you know the, the number one guy, number two guy, like you were you were already in that rotation. So I don't know that it necessarily hurts you, you know, but I know as far as just as a player, you know, with with just getting reps and gets getting in the swing of things and getting you know getting some type of time with the quarterback and just honestly, man, I mean, just getting the grass under your cleats, dude. Like, I don't think people understand like that is, it's torture. You know what I mean? So, you know, the, the, the rehab that one has to do and, and just the time that you have to put in, like it's, you know, for, you know, 10, 11, 12, you know, if you're lucky, 13, maybe 14 games, maybe if you're lucky, um, like you do hours on hours on hours on hours of rehab, you know, hours on hours and hours of just, training and everything else just for a shot at, I mean for the most part you might get 20 minutes 25 minutes total of playing time you know when it's all said and done between splitting between offense and defense and everything um yeah. like what's what's your regiment kind of like right now just with with you know the rehabbing and everything else what's that like well that's the thing whenever all our ACL guys me uh we had a guy who had a shoulder surgery at tour labrum those guys, I mean, we still have to do everything else the team's got to do. Yeah. And it's still, you know, hours of rehab on top of it to make sure we're getting better. And so right now, I mean, we're up there. I mean, I get up to say about 430 just to try to get my ankle ready, get going, you know, mobilize a little bit. Do, and before we start meetings and all that stuff. And so we're still in meetings and everything with the team. We're, we have breakfast up there. And then – we head out to the field and we have what's all the her guys. It's where we all go. It's called the pit. Mm-hmm. So we're out there in the pit doing pit stuff, and the pit's basically stuff you don't want to do. So you want to get back out to the field faster. Yeah. So it sucks. It's great for those guys who maybe don't want to practice today, and they go over and uh, want to say something's hurt. Their hamstrings. Yeah. And so coach will send you over to the pit, and you're like, never mind, I want to practice. Yeah, exactly. The rest of those guys don't really got a choice. It's, it's rough because, I mean, we're there every day, all practice, all spring. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we're doing the whole time for the t- two hours we're out there. And then after that, we're back in to go rehab, uh, get through our entire rehab workout, go to manual therapy. Meanwhile, we're still lifting and all the lifts. And so, I mean, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Gee, it sounds like it's a lot. And so between all that, you know, what was what was it like for you, um, Bree, when you saw him get hurt? Because I know, like, like you had that look in your face, like, oh no. It was the worst thing ever. It was hard seeing. I mean, 
the biggest part of the injury was the mental side of it. Right. You know, I have to watch him get everything taken away from him and have to deal with it. And I've never had an injury or anything, so I've never had to experience that. I've never had cheer taken away from me. Or it was hard. Well, Just yeah. being supportive. Like, so, so, right, you know, I know you You told me a little bit, like, yeah, you know, he's, you know, when, you know, when we were, I think we were in the middle of, uh, oh, crap, we were in the middle of two days doing mm-hmm. our own little thing, man. You're like, yeah, he's, you know, he's working out and getting all the mm-hmm. stuff together and everything, man. Like, so that's, eesh, man, I, like I said, I, I, hats off to you, man, because I, I've never had to go through, like, injury yeah. like that. You know, I, you know, I think I had a, a strained hamstring a couple times in, in track. But I mean, they babied us in track, so yeah. it was one of those things like, "Oh, you'll be okay. Just you know, do a little contrast, and you're good. We'll stretch you out. You'll be good." So, yeah, dude, that's 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 crazy, man. So now, like, I um, Mason's one of those like I, you know, I used to ghost follow, now like, officially follow him. So I'm like, dude, this guy's balling. Most listen, most of the guys if they don't have a private account, and I know that my girls date. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna follow this dude. And so like, I have <laughs> joking, I'm list. A list of like all of the names. I'm like, all right, let's check him out, see what he's about. All right, he's a good guy. Let's check him out, see what he's about. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's it's the the hard part that I think people, you know, they they tend to forget is like, you know, when you're legit at, at the the lone grown male amongst a full cheer team, like you're, you know, it's like you're. Some days you got to be dad. Some days you got to be grandpa. Some days you got to be brother. Some days you got to be the cool uncle. You know, what I mean, most days I just cool. I feel like most days I feel like just like just Darth Vader. I'm like, dude, I just want to kill everybody because like it's just there doesn't seem to be a lot of discipline. So all my teams that I've yeah. ever had, I've always run them like a football team. Like I don't. If you're hurt, all right, cool. You're hurt. Whatever. Are you injured? It's different. You know what I mean? Like you're just. And of course, I mean, the real tell you, I don't. I don't really care if you're hurt or not. I'm like, you're not yeah. Like, you're, I'm, I, I'm most likely to laugh. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just, I don't treat anybody any different. Everybody catches it. If you piss me off, I'm going to let you know. If you, you know, if you're working, then I, if you're working, you hear nothing from me, you know, but mm-hmm. if you're not, you're probably going to get something out of me, you know? So, you know, I think, I think the, I think the boys are now just starting to realize, like, hey, we probably actually have to lift the weight now. We yep. actually have to do something. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all ends up. So, um, with 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 all of that, man, um, kind of give them a run out because I know um, you know we we kind of reached out to you a little bit later in, um, in during competition season um, about actually um, being on the team um, just because you you pretty much already kind of had your your Christmas break kind of you know plan you were going to do your thing and everything and I feel like ah oh, this is going to suck man because like you know normally Christmas break college like. I get to spend time with my family. I get to spend time with my boyfriend or girlfriend. I get to kind of chill out. And we're like, hey, so we're wondering, would you like to be on the team? Um, And for those, you know, for those out there, like, you know, people always ask about the whole cheer thing, you know, so I try to give people kind of a rundown how it works. So basically they go through tryouts, right? And so from tryouts all the way until I want to say cheer camp, which is usually mid-July, right? Um, From tryouts to mid-July, you know, they they pretty much have a, a point to where, you know, we might meet once or twice before then, and but for the most part, they have that summer to themselves to kind of make sure they're they're in shape, that they're ready to roll, that you know that nothing's messed up, and then you know that they have their affairs in order before we all meet again. So then we get them. Then we go to cheer camp, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Um, we go to cheer camp, and you know they do their thing at cheer camp, and that's kind of like almost a, a pre. If ever you know how Mason had talked about spring ball. Cheer camp is almost like our spring ball for cheerleading. It's kind of where you find out who's who's going to be your good ones, who's going to be your bad ones, who actually steps up during competition, and or who's going to kind of fold in those people that need a little bit more development. No, it's not necessarily that they suck or anything. It's just that some people they tend to step up when it comes time for camp, when it comes time for getting get out in front of people, uh, because we pretty much try to simulate a lot of like game time situations at camp. So. That's where, no joke, if you ever, you know, ever have a chance to go to Texas State game and watch Breezy, she murders. She's one of the, I mean, she's awesome. She's awesome on Matt, but she's literally one of the best game day cheerleaders you'll ever see. Um, it, if There could be 20 things wrong, but you would never know that. I mean, that's a big thing. Hey. Yeah, I mean, you got to fake it till you make it. Yeah. And, you know, and believe it or not, she's one of the few girls that, you know, it's weird saying this, but. You're one of the few girls that, I mean, as a coach, you can kind of sit, you know, by, you know, sit by the crowd and listen. Like, you're one of the few ones that they make. They don't make fun of you a lot. 
which is awesome. They don't oh. have a lot of trash talk, which is it's the truth. That is, that's a part of the game. Um, so yeah, so they'll go through you know cheer camp and everything, and they'll do their thing, and then we have our own two days, sometimes three days, and uh, in all that time, they have to be at just different. I mean, different practices, different appearances, because it usually is the beginning of the year. So you make your way all the way through all of that. And then you make your way through football season, and football season intersects with basketball season. And by that time, it intersects with volleyball. And yeah. you have men and women's basketball rolling around. So at one point, I believe it's late November, late November, early December. You know, um, usually football's going, basketball's going, women's uh, basketball's going, and volleyball's going at the same time. So we literally have there's like three or four. There's like I guess about three or four points where. All four sports are intersecting, and at the same time, we're trying to figure out who, what, when, and where we're going to do our competition. So mm-hmm. that's where you know that's what we're fast forwarding to right now. We're fast forwarding to that mid-December uh, point where we're getting ready to let everybody go, and we're getting ready to to bring all the you know all the people on the comp squad back. And so there's a point where you know we have people injured, we have people that you know. I mean, it's college. Some people decide. You know what, especially freshmen, this isn't for me. Yeah. I'm going to go home. You know, I mean, sometimes, you know, you can be as far as, you know, 20 miles from home. Sometimes it's 200, sometimes it's 2,000. But some people decide that college isn't for them and they don't plan on coming back for that next semester, you know, come January. So we ran into that point and we needed to add, you know, uh, a couple more top girls to the regimen or to the to the, uh, to the the roster. And, you know, your name's first on the list. And you're like, mm-hmm. all right. Now, obviously, you know, Competition is is voluntary for those people that we ask, and to ask you know to ask somebody is like ah oh, well basically I'm asking you can I take your winter break away from you, and make you come back to school, to you know possibly be on the mat possibly not but yeah. just you know to be one more extension of this team one more extension of this program so that's what we did you know we we reached out and asked her and she was I mean most gracious like yeah let's do it and she came back. You know, and, you know, was, um you know, on the comp squad and everything, you know, and the hard part that, that the role that she had to play was not necessarily, it's hard, you can't even necessarily even call an alternate an alternate with cheer. You know, you can't necessarily call them a person in waiting. It's just they're, they're the person that has to pretty much learn everyone's position in case, you know, that person goes, whatever. So it's not necessarily an alternate position because there's been times where like, all right, well, you can't be here. All right, when you get in there, knock it out. Or, you know, we need a we need a different look. All right, that top girl, she looked good up there, but we she's not as long as we need and her stretch isn't as pretty as we need to be. Hey Brie, we need you to get in there and make that happen. So you pretty much have to play utility um during that point. What what is that point like when, you know, not necessarily the alternate part, but just when you know for a fact that you have to play the role of utility? Like what's that like, you know, getting that call from the time you got that call to the time yeah. we got to uh to Orlando. Let us know about that. It was scary because there were some days where I was like there's no way that I could like mentally prepare myself to just step in for someone else's position but then it's just kind of like you know everyone is like depending on you so it was really a mental thing for me there were some practices where I knew that like someone got hurt before and so I was like nervous the next practice going in but I would just kind of tell myself if it happens it happens and I have to step up and it is what it is you got it done, man. You got it done. So what? What was it like? You know, I mean, I mean, I've I've talked about it with a few coaches and a few people just via like DM and everything about like you know the coaching thing and how it feels as a coach. But was it feel like an as an athlete when you know? Um, let's say let's take it to that point where we got to the uh, our final our final uh, show off performance that we okay. did at Strahan in the Coliseum, whatever. Um, what was that like, like with everybody hitting and everything? Like, I mean, kind of tell people don't understand. Okay, we, we that was our first time we hit the routine full out, no mm-hmm. drops and everything else. Like, you know, kind of give give people an idea of, of what that whole thing's like from the time that we start practicing to the time we actually get to the first time we hit full out. It's the most like exhilarating feeling ever. I just remember standing on the back of that mat after that routine and just screaming like I was almost crying. And I wasn't even actually in it, but it's just so proud because, like, there is so much work that goes into it, so much pain. Just, like, 
don't know, even knowing that, like, you didn't get to go home for Christmas, you didn't get to see your family, right. but that one moment makes all of that worth it. Sheesh, man. Like, waking up six every day to go do it, and then going back home, you know, sleeping for, like, an hour, if you yep. slept at all, just to get back up and then go. And then the part that always got me was, like, you would see everyone else on social media, like, oh, my God, it's yes. wonderful Christmas time, and, you know. Decorate cookies yeah man like it wasn't even like the the fact for me it wasn't even a fact that people got to go home it was a fact that they got to go home and eat you know what i mean yeah. because like i i think i was getting ready for um i was just starting my dieting for meat and i was already super fluffy so i was already pissed off that i was gonna have to lose all that weight and so there was that but then you know coming there and you know the weather was kind of the weather was so fickle like during December. So I was like, man, it's going to be cold. It's going to be hot. I don't really know. And then what gym are we going to be in? And, you know, yeah. are we going to get kicked out of this gym for this or that? I mean, and of course, right now we have a, a big time construction project going on at our school. So, you know, sometimes the gym's available. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes we got to go upstairs to that dark dungeon gym. And yeah. I just hate it. I hated that part. But. Yeah. You know, I, I, I kind of, I was like you, like I kept thinking about, you know, about, about from the time we first started and people not even thinking that we could do these skills to like get to that final routine where we just nailed it. And yeah. everybody's at the back of the map. And of course, as no secret, I'm a crybaby. So I'm crying. <laughs> I look over, Jocelyn's crying. I'm like, all right, man, dude. So I guess we're just going to be the crying bunch, man. And, you know, just, that was like the first time I think, you know, I mean, we've always been a team, but as far as that yeah. competition team goes, that's yeah. a, I think that was the most galvanized experience for everybody because everybody did their job. And <clears throat> at that point, I think, you know, I think we had a couple of times we yelled at you guys. And, you know, um, that, was only, like, that was only two. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, like, I mean, I, I remember I yelled. And I was, you know, I, know, I remember I was pissed because, like, all right, you know, you got these ladies on the side, they're doing their job. And the people on the mat aren't doing their job. And, you know, I, I think... Of all the years that we've had, I just call it utility because you're definitely not an alternate. Um, that we've had, like we've had, like our utility unit. You guys are probably the best ones that we have because this is the yeah. first time. That, like literally, you guys could have gone in and done any position. You know what I mean? Which is, you know, is is weird. I mean, with yeah. you, the way you're built, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't have much weight to you, but you know, what I mean, you're pretty strong for your size. Thank goodness. Um. But because you're long, you know what I mean, if we needed you to step in as a back spot, people don't understand what a back spot is. Uh, back spot is, you know, it's, she's usually the taller of all the girls with a longer reach, you know what I mean, and they're fairly strong, and, you know, they just make sure the stunt stays secure pretty much. Um, you could have stepped in as a base. I mean, you guys have played around being bases and stuff like that with each other. And, of course, you could have been a top girl. Um, you know, and crazy thing enough, you're small enough that you can even be a top top. You're just super, super <laughs> tall. So, I mean, as far as like, you know, um, your body's capabilities, you can pretty much do to pretty much do everything, yeah. you know? Um, um, so having, having, you know, for me personally, as a coach, I, I tend to look for girls a lot like Brie that have a hybrid, I just call it a hybrid body because you <laughs> literally can almost do everything. Um, you know, if, if we, if we need you to, to be a base, you can be a base. Um, yep. but for the most part. You know, especially with with our guys, you know, it's cool having a super tall girl because of this. Most of the times with, with cheer boys, you're going to have one or two things. You have a super little dude or you have a super tall dude. There's mm -hmm. usually no in-between. There's a couple in-betweens, but usually you're going to have one or the other. Um, so if you have, a, a you know, a, a little bit of a short guy, you actually want a girl that can kind of help match up. Well, Brie kind of helps a lot with the matchup just because she is so long and so tall and she, because she's so small – you know, and so light, like literally mm -hmm. anyone can toss and keep her up there. So then the stunts end up looking <laughs> symmetrical, <laughs> which is, you know, but then, yeah, yeah, but then again, you want, sometimes you want that super long, you know, that super long tall stunt. So you like, you throw the tall girl on the tall boy yeah. and you get, you know, you'll get that Eiffel Tower, which, you know, like everybody seems to love. And they, mm -hmm. those are usually the pictures that, that, that make the print every single time. Sure. It's like that, that super tall one. Um, and for, you know, for the people around, you know, around here you know the, your your face you're like they're no strange to your face at this point just because mm -hmm. it seems like every other publications has your face somewhere on it you know what i mean <laughs> like well, okay i really gotta know what that's like because that never that's never gonna happen to me like i was born this way i'm always gonna be this way like so what's that like like you know pretty much like every other freaking texas state publication having your face on it somewhere i love it <laughs> i don't know it's really cool getting to represent Texas State. Yeah. Like you, um, and 
that was a big thing for me at coming into Texas State. I was nervous about it. I was like a freshman because a lot of people at school thought it was like the party school and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I was always nervous about it. So everything I do for Texas State and for cheer, I try to just make other people look at us better. Yeah. I mean, make the image better. Yeah, dude, because it's, it's, it's taken a lot of work. Good Lord. Yeah. It used to be bad, bad. When I got here, it was <laughs> like, I've been here. This is year 10. And mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like we went from, you know, our cheer teams, you know, getting drunk in the parking lot to, you know, before camp to like now it's like, you know, a super nice collegiate team and everyone's like super nice and everyone really loves them and all that stuff. So it's, it's, um, it's really, it's, it's, it's really cool, man. Like I just, I'm, I'm excited as a coach. It's, it's cool watching you guys and kind of watching the, the evolution of, of the program, you know, like it's something we've kind of dreamed of kind of making better. So that's dope. All right, so here we go. Ready for the questions? They're coming. Oh, gosh. It, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. All right, <clears throat> so if you are stuck on an island, what are three things that you would take with you? Water, a knife, and a gun. Water, knife, and a gun. Okay, bet. Why the water, knife, and the gun? Need to know why. Okay, so a knife so that I could cut stuff up or let. Like, like if I needed to make a house, I could do that. Guns, I could protect myself. And then water, because you can't drink ocean water. Okay. Or take like a, or take like a Brita filter. Too late. Are we gonna take a, a Brita filter? Okay. How? Same thing. Because it's gonna be pressurized. You gonna have a pressurized fountain as well. <laughs> you just, you get the leader thing that you put the Brita filter in, so you just put the water in and it cleans it. That's cool. I, girl, I don't know anything about that filtered <laughs> water. I grew up. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Texas, in the middle you of. You drink tap water. I drink tap water, hose water, well water. Just drink water. All I need is a fire. Boil my water, set it on the side. I'll sip it later. There. Yeah, that's the life you're that we live. Yourself. I mean, you have to. All right, here we go. Wait, where's Mason? At? He's back there. Yep. I'm What's uh three things, man? Give me three things that you would use if you're stuck on an island. Oh man, it's gonna be better than breeze. Shut up. Uh, I'd probably take a gun too. That's probably the one that I would that I would go with her. I would not bring water. Um, dude, I think one of them would have to be like a Bible or something to yeah. keep me. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and man, a dog, a dog. Can I bring a dog? You know what, man? Okay, this is this is complete honesty. <laughs> So far, every time I've asked that question, I'm like, why would you not take my, my, my Ryan Doris? He said he'd, he'd bring his brother, so I'm like, awesome. But if I was talking to him, I, I would have to have a companion, I would have to, yeah, yeah. I would lose my mind. I didn't like, even think of that, yeah. It's too late. I mean, you know, I mean, but let's let's be honest, like, that's probably, yeah, yeah. A dog and a gun is pretty much all you need, I think, yeah, yeah. And like, I think a couple people, like, one guy, um, Kelly Brown's like, I'd take what did he say? He'd take? He take he would take uh, a rack, weights, oh my and a bar. But hey, but I mean he is he's the strongest man in Canada. I mean you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And, Jesus. Yeah, man. Like hey, this listen, lifting his life for hey, you forget on this side of the world, lifting his life for us. Okay, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, I like that. Actually, that I'm gonna put that in one of my top answers. <laughs> A dog. I never. No one's ever said a dog, and all the time I've ever had, I the, even the ones I've been asked, and the ones that I've heard people ask uh-huh. other people, no one's ever said, oh, "I'll take a dog." It's always like, "Oh, can I take somebody with me?" I'm like, "Yeah, cool. I I would take easily take a dog. That's what's up." Do you have a dog? Not anymore. Oh. All my dogs are dead now. I'm gonna get another one though. I'm gonna get like three though, for real. You should get a Great Dane. Nah, man. We had a Great Dane. <laughs> She was she was albino and deaf. What? Yeah, her name was Faith. She was Aww. she was albino and deaf. <laughs> Poor baby. Hey, listen, you know she didn't know any better. You know I me, mean? yep. yeah. Yeah, she was she's a funny one. The Great Danes are funny. One thing is yeah. like you know because they because they don't live so long, you know, mm-hmm. like that that's always like man that hurts when they when they're dead, when they're gone. So I'm like man, you know, but I mean they're they're the. They're like one of the biggest, funniest, like dogs. They're just big and funny. They're just big and funny. Um, but yeah, like I think my next set of dogs I'm gonna go with are gonna be Frenchies. Oh. Yeah, dude. Nice. I just. Frenchies. Yeah, man. So I've already I already got the names picked out. So I'm like, all right, just 
That's how I am. I pick the names first and then I get the dog. So, yeah, man. So, we're going to do that. All right. You ready for it? Ready. All right. Here it is. This is the one. <laughs> She's on. <laughs> All right. So, a person walks up to you, puts a gun in your head, and is like, if you don't recite 16 bars from a rap, you're going to die. Do you feel like you can recite 16 bars from a rap and live, or do you think you would die? Honestly, I would die. What if they, they gave you a shot? Like, all right, here's your shot. You got to get at least, at least 75% of the rap correct, mm-hmm. or it's a rap for you. Do you think you could do it? With Get Silly. Get Silly, that's the one? That's your yeah. one. <laughs> all right, you ready to do it? I have to do it? Yes, you have to do it. Uh- Yes, you have to do it. Everyone plug your ears. Go for it. And you're on. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> it is what it is. This is part Wait, of the podcast. The dance one silly. The lady's going to feel me. Yes, I listen to the I can't. So you're dead. dead. Boom. Oh, my gosh. You, you, almost, <laughs> you almost did it. You I almost did it. Listen, you know what? You had a chance. And see, I'm just being honest with you. You know, you got to be ready for those type things. I know. I always, I always, man, I always, like, imagine, like, dude, if somebody put a gun on my head, like, hey, if you don't spit 16 bars, you're dead. Like, which one would I go with? I need to use that as a study tactic. Yeah, man. You know, you, you know, we'll give you another shot later on, man. But I just want to, um... Pick your brain a little bit, you know what I mean? I gotta call the rest of your friends and see Always. what they're about. But thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you, Mason, also for being in this, man. Oh. I appreciate you guys. Um, so as far as your social media, where can people reach you? Where can they find you? B-R-E-A-S-H-A-W. On IG? On IG, and Twitter. So that's the same thing, IG and Twitter, Breshaw on both of those. What about you, Mason? Where can people find you? Uh, my Instagram is Mason Hayes ten uh, M A S O N H A Y S one zero, <laughs> and then Twitter is Mason Hayes two. Okay, awesome. All right, make sure uh, make sure you text that to me because I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I put those things up <laughs> in the uh, in the things as well. Thank you guys so much, man. Uh, all right. Thanks for being a surprise guest, Mason. Appreciate it, man. Uh, all yeah. the all the best to you in your rehab, man. Hope to see you on the field soon. Thank you, baby. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Of course. Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs>